Welcome everyone to a Friday AMA this 24th of February and um, whoever said in Fat Cats you're not getting a world-class education for free I mean talk about learning on the job you are getting to see in real time friends um, the effects of um, I don't know what is this really fake kind of yeah fake volume right like Let's share some screens and let's kind of do a bit of education while we're doing all of this. Okay, there we go. So, this is just some of my favorite candies to look at. Um, what we are seeing in real time right now um, is a maxed out credit card situation, right? So as so many pointed out, there really weren't, um, there weren't new wallets that opened up, right? I mean, it's all the same traders that had euphoria. Now, the first set of euphoria, as we mentioned, the beginning of the bull market was based on kind of real data, right? Yugo was coming out with a new product, Yugo's our king and god and everything else, and Azuki was stabilizing and people were thrilled. And so it was money that was sitting on the sidelines, right? People's actual... USDC that were sitting on the sidelines, they finally were like, hooray, you know, there's some, there's a reason to bring some money back in, okay? Then you add to that the fact that Blur comes in and there's the farming and everything, and suddenly you've got deep liquidity pools and people are like, hey, you know, there's not any news happening, but they're, you know, I'm really confident in this whole situation because, uh, you know, I... I can sell my nouns and stuff now, so I don't mind buying some stuff because I'm not just going to be holding it forever. And then it gets to the tulip bubble. And the tulip bubble over here is, Blur says, hey friends, we've done the drop, but guess what? You're going to get double the points, okay? And um, for season two. Now, everyone's got their Blur money. Their Blur money turned into millions. A lot of them are like, you know, I made money at the casino, let's keep the gambling going. So those people putting the money back in. Um, we don't know who they took their ETH from, but most of it is probably from other NFT people, right? The majority of the early blur traders before the crypto people came. But hey, you know, the crypto people will trade everything. So we probably got some of the liquidity from them. But people like Matchy and Franklin and Clive and, a, and No Name and a few, Nobody and a few others got a little bit greedy over here because, you know, the first time around, people are like, yeah, yeah, everyone is blur farming. They really weren't. Let's be honest, okay? The majority of the blur, blur had a fairly impressive quick rise but in terms of uh, web3 space that rise took four months okay and no one really knew how much the blur token was going to be like i i got 27 eth and i didn't farm and what i mean by that is i just really liked you know it's like okay cool i'll continue doing the stuff i'm doing anyway i'll just do it on the blur website whereas after the first drop turned into some extraordinary amounts of money uh, what happened was you know people started really deploying full-blown kind of what we would call rent-seeking strategies, right? They started deploying strategies that were going to make them, you know, serious money the second time around, which ended up with very unsustainable numbers. I want you to all see the tweet from Liam. Let me get the tweet from Liam because I think he really put it all well. But in short, we had something like 15... Um, 20% uh, of all the trades was being done by something like 15 wallets and uh, something like 
50% of all the volume was being done by, let me see the numbers actually. Uh, we, are, we are seeing only the blur window. No, 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 I'm, I'm, getting you, I'm getting you the tweet. Just hold on a second. Okay. Because he did a really good, um, a deep dive. We've had, I've had him on spaces before he's dope. I mean, let me just see. Here we go, this one. Okay, so in this thread, let me just see the data numbers. Okay, show the thread. Here we go. Twenty percent of blur volume comes from fifteen wallets. Fifty percent of blurred volume comes from three hundred wallets, right? In other words, this is the one that is the kind of the scary numbers. Okay, and this is you know, and this is where it becomes insane, and so much so. In other words, they'd made so much money in the first drop, also that one of the factors, the kind of the traits that was common to these absolute, you know, incredible whales was they were willing to take a 0.02 ETH loss on every trade, right? So you would see them. They would have a bid open at 2 ETH on the other side, and they would have it listed, one that they just got an hour before at 1.0.9 ETH. And Blur proceeded to encourage them further, right? By taking away the three hour to one hour. Right? This is kind of the pitch fever, right? When the tulip bubble happens, right? And, and then yesterday, they're like, we're going to um, auto-hide um, the stolen mark, right? <laughs> the flag mark. So the tulip bubble went plop. But we already knew, even before they did, they're going to hide, right? Because they, they're on their own schedule. Um, we already knew this from the thread two days ago from Liam that Matchy was maxing out his credit card, right? He's selling off all his blur token. He's pulling in some other money from other places. Uh, you know, it's not looking good. And, uh, you know, and Franklin and Fancy, some of the others, like Franklin, Franklin has no problem squeezing someone out of the market. So Franklin was watching Matchy's wallet as well and started squeezing him out. In other words, Franklin started... Uh, firstly, wrecked guy, okay? There was that tweet, he dumped 72 into Matchy's bids. And then when Matchy tried to hold the same floor, uh, Franklin dumped, um, you know, his NFTs into, into Matchy. Uh, so Matchy ended up with 175 new board apes by the time these other whales had dumped on him. So now Matchy's capitulating because he cannot hold out on this price. And ta-da! And, you know... You know, as, as Liam put so well over there, you know, if you look at the total, because you can have multiple bids open, right? So, yeah, this is another factor. MC must be enjoying this. This is MC. This is your actuarial kind of, you know, this must be fun for you. Look at this. Look at this data. So, you have blur pools. The total depth of blur pools is 144 million. And yet, sorry, it's 127 million. And yet the depth just on board Ape, Mutant Ape, and other side Ds is 144 right? Because people have multiple things open. And so even though you think, you know, people always show me this, right? They go to these bid walls. Here, yeah, let me show you this on, on the screen I'm showing. Look, let's go to Moonbirds, okay? And you look at these bid walls and people will be like, you know, oh, it's very strong over there, you know, 690, yes, but it's eight wallets, right? 
and also um, you know cascade effect happens if their bids get accepted in one collection then it automatically pulls these ones right because you can have open but you can use the same 10 ETH to have bids in you know five different things right and they, it will only stop showing it as available uh, in a wall once it gets accepted in one place so obviously naturally once the board ape pool starts to clear out suddenly mutant apes get hits too and then other side gets hit right and then the only thing not funny enough is dogs interestingly enough so uh yeah that is what has happened friends and it is certainly um absolutely remarkable and fascinating to watch because this is like all the theoretical stuff playing out in real time how does this relate to us well other than one azuki and one clonex we're actually completely in cash at the moment uh, on the trader side, um, um, I will have to check with Bella. She's holding a few little pudgies for us at the moment, and and um, the doodles black boxes. So we've got a, we're down a little bit over there, but I think we're still up a bit in the pudgies. I'll have to check with Bella. Um, yeah, little pudgies. Yeah, we'll have to check, but I think she's still quite a bit up over there. And then in um, in the trader wallet on my side, the only thing I'm holding is one. One clone, one premium clone, one premium Mizuki, so they tend to be less affected by the floor movements, just the overall sentiment of the market. And uh, yesterday in council, we approved the ability for, uh, to, for us to issue loans. So what I'll be trying to do this week is, of course, still looking at our, the blue chips for opportunities. Now I think we're going to get them. I thought this would take another week before this happened because I didn't want to buy into these inflated prices. Uh, but now there's some opportunities, so I'm going to be looking again uh, predominantly at mutants actually because I think mutants are about to get kicked in the head the hardest over here just because that was being used for by the whales to farm the most um, dogs also but dogs yeah dogs dogs around seven I might be interested we'll see um, but the other thing we'll be doing is we will start issuing loans on nft5 we can find good terms we're trying to do one one to one week loan so for those who don't know how that works I want to show you that as well Here's NFT And so basically, we'll be looking to give 50% um, collateral on mutants. Okay. And um, is it loading? Let's see. Okay. So lend. Let's go to lend. And we give them loans for one to seven days at uh, pretty, you know, that's how we do it. And then, and we, and, and if they default, you know, that's wonderful. And if they don't default, we earned money, right? So that's the kind of the idea with that. Now let's have a look at, um, let's have a look, for example, mutants. So let's pull up one of these and you'll see how these work. Dylan, after all these cascade effects that is happening, have you checked the in Bendao if, um are uh, people defaulting their, their loans on maybe mutants or things like Nothing that? Nothing yet, because Bendao has not updated yet. Uh -huh. So tomorrow that will be very interesting to watch. And I'm going to be having a look there now. So yeah, for example, this person wants 14.9. Um, no, so that's not a good one. Let's try and put up another one. Uh, 
Okay, so this person wanted 15,000 US dollars for over 180 days and he's willing to discuss APRs. We don't want that. We want very short term ones. We want like two days to seven days. Uh, let's pull up a few more. Now I know a lot of these owners, so I can reach out to them and discuss terms. Okay, so he's open to any offers kind of thing. So, you know, I reach out to him, I know who that is, for example. And um, yeah, and then you can see the history of similar kind of deals that they've done. Yeah, you can see offers that people are receiving, here you go. Now, most of these people don't want these offers because they don't want it in a stable coin, right? People like to offer them in stable coins. They want it in WETH because they don't want to take on currency risk. So I'll be looking to give, yeah, yeah, for example, he's got an offer of 13.29 WETH. The interest is 0.67% and it's for seven days, right? So the person will basically earn 0.1 ETH profit and this guy will get a seven-day loan, which is a 35% APR. Right now, if they default, um, they've got themselves a 17 ETH asset for 13 ETH. And if he pays back, wonderful, you know, you've earned your fees. So that is something we're looking at. But again, I was mostly looking at that because I was I thought that this blur, um, this blur craziness would go on for another week. But uh, it seems like we've already had the pullback. So. I guess, you know, I was going to probably take off for the weekend. I guess this weekend I'll be working. Maybe I'll take off a bit on Monday um, because, yeah, as, as Pearl put it, I think we're going to see some cascade stuff. In fact, let's have a look right now at Ben Dow. Uh, I have a question on this uh, NFT FI. Sure. Uh, if I get a loan and I want to extinguish the loan before the... Um, you can, pay it, yeah, you can pay it off, but you don't get any discount. That's the downside. Of okay, FDI. yeah, yeah, that was well, yes. what I was... Ben Dow is pro rata. So Ben Dow, you pay, it's pay as you go, basically. Mm -hmm. But the downside of Ben Dow is it fluctuates with the market, meaning, um, meaning if a lot of people take a loan, suddenly the interest rate will go up, right? So for example, uh -huh. you see, look, you see, remember yesterday, the earned APR was 1.9%. Now it's almost net neutral because people uh, are obviously taking quickly taking loans which is going to push up the APR on the earnings side right but it's going to make the loans the, the percentage you have to pay higher so I will probably go and pay off my loan right now to be honest okay now let's go and have a look exactly your question Paul let's go and have a look at um, let's go and have a look at health ratings. There we go. Health factor alert list. Here's your question, Mr. Bill. Okay. So this guy's going to be liquidated tomorrow. Exactly. He has a few of them coming up. Exactly your point. So you see that it's taking the floor price from OpenSea, but that's not the real floor price, right? As we saw, even if we go and look at OpenSea's floor price, let's go and look at Board API Club and OpenSea. Excuse me.
See, the real problem is none of these whales, they're not all, people will say they're wash trading. They're not actually wash trading because they're not actually colluding. They fuck each other over, right? Meaning, so the fact that they've all got loans and bend down, they're not there to save each other. Okay, so it's at 60 ETH floor, right? Now let's calculate what goes on here at 60 ETH. So at 60 ETH floor, okay, 60 ETH times 80% is what? Let's have a look. 48. Okay, so the current thing is 72.35 times 0 0.8. That's why it's 57.88. 57.88 divided by 52. 57.88 divided by 52.77. Exactly, 109, right? So he's fine. Now, on the other hand, if we take 60 times by 0 0.8, 48. So he's fucked. Okay, because 48 divided by 52.77 means that he's at 0 0.9 health rating if this closes like this tomorrow. And what would be the price for the auction? So the auction would open at 52.77. Oh, okay. I believe so. Yeah, let's have a look in items in auction. I believe so. Um... Actually, let's go to their their questions. Hold on, docs. And this, my friend, is how babies are born. This is how the the the, the bread is made, as they say. This is all the back end stuff that's going on, and why it's all like a house of cards sometimes. Um, yes, we need a Chinese version, absolutely. Okay, let's see. The auction. Here we go. An NFT auction will be initiated when it falls to 80% of the loan. Five percent of debt or 0 0.2 ETH. Right, okay. Anyone can take part in the auction. The bid must be no less than the starting price. But hold on, what does the auction price open at? I think it opens at... Maybe, uh, try, yeah, try in liquidation and redeem. Okay. Ask the whales quickly one second. Wonderful. So, in short, um, stop streaming.
In short, Bella is being very careful right now. We just have a small position in uh, Little Pudgies and Doodles, which I think we're down with a bit over there. I am only open in Azuki, one Azuki and one Clone X and looking for opportunities, whether we choose to do it directly by buying into some of these discounted Yuga assets or even Azuki, by the way. Azuki's also been hit hard. So I'll be looking closely at Azuki and Mutants this week and also issuing some loans possibly. But as I say, because the market has now come down, um, I'm more interested likely to actually buy in because there's going to be an overreaction over here, right? Like it's always like that. Uh, people are just panicking and kind of quickly jumping ship. But a lot of those people have plenty liquidity to buy if they need to. Um, so we will see a retraction, I think, to two weeks ago. Um, regarding gold, Nadia has also been very careful this week. She says everything is going, you know, it's, it's, it's a bull and bear tug of war, so she has not been comfortable. She's still quite up over there. I think we're up, I think, uh, 55 or 60% or something. I'll have to check with her um, in ETH terms. Uh, Mr. Parker, where are we on currencies? Hey, yep. And we've been watching something very similar over in crypto, bulls and bears. Looks like the bears starting to pull a little bit stronger than the bulls right now. Uh, still up on Matic trade, so been in good position. Haven't haven't traded back on that one yet. It's uh last week. Just want to keep exposure in Matic, so yeah. Okay, and, and what about our Ben Bendal token? Um sorry, our blur token. Are you cashing us out on that or keeping us in there for a bit or what? Keeping us in there for now. Okay. We've retraced. You guys hearing anything on your end? Um, kind of one of those that, you know, follows a lot of the matrix and metrics and regular crypto, but, you know, we got these other factors that can play in, of course. So I'm, I'm bullish overall on Blur. I think the second season is going to take a long time, which means that I think the token right now is the max supply for quite some time. So... You know, I don't, I wouldn't say this is quite a buying price right now. Obviously, look, let's put it like this, Parker. If it, if it breaks below, um, if it breaks below 84 cents, I would say definitely sell. Again, look at the charts yourself. Yeah, everyone, these are the charts I'm dealing with. But I would say if it breaks below 84%, sorry, 84 cents, get out. So if you can put a stop loss over there, that would be my, my suggestion. It's not a big amount of money we have anyway, but that would be my suggestion. Um, but this is, you know, this is this is trying a very strong support over here. This was, you know, the previous absolute high before it started, you know, climbing. So, you know, this is, yeah, eighty-four point two six is that strong number. So, that's I didn't know we had a position on blur. I thought didn't, didn't we sell our our blur token we did. initially? We got, a second, we got a second amount because Bella also got from her trading. So we've got like another six hundred bucks or something. It's nothing major. Gotcha. Yeah. So that, that's my five cents, Parker. In general, though, you know, look, look follow along, right? I mean, we, we now have a number of resistance points, so it can actually be plotted easier. But um, overall, I'm, I'm, you know, this isn't a failing of Blur. If anything, um, you know, Blur, Blur's posts about breaking all-time highs in volume was a little bit stupid because, you know, kind of, we're not stupid. We all knew it was people circle jerking. But, but, the, but the actual... The actual stuff Blur has achieved is remarkable, right? The marketplace is remarkable. Um, them trying to normalize flagged items is fantastic. 
them, you know, giving giving their security uh, is being fantastic. The fact that you can bid without paying gas and cancel the bids without gas, it's all bloody fantastic. And the revelation of who the founder is is also very bullish news. So Blur is not the problem. It's just whales who, again, bought into a tulip bubble. And I don't think this is systemic either, by the way. I think we're going to see, you know, prices pull back now for a week or two. But I mean, nothing happened to the Board Ape Yacht Club or to Azuki, right? There's nothing wrong, nothing particularly changed. Now, this could be worse if we, if, you know, if the markets are overall pretty bad. And that's why I say, you know, talking about coins, Parker, I mean, the news wasn't so good today, right? I mean, the CPI and these things all came in uh, worse than expected, right? So, yeah, there's a report today that, yeah, we get, what, what would judge the rates off, you know, how much people are spending inflation. It's up a little higher than they thought. So we're seeing that pullback and get on some fragile, fragile uh, support lines right now. Yeah, so if people need to balance their books, either in stocks or in crypto, or they get nervous, that could add to, you know, we could go into a bit of a slump right now because of that. Um, you know, that, that is certainly possible. Um, but at the same time, it's, you know, it's, it keeps testing these supports. I, I, I mean, I, I just think we're going sideways, aren't we? That, that was looked like to me. Um, this market data wasn't great, but it wasn't particularly scary either. Um, but it's a very sensitive market right now, meaning any big set of news. Yeah, huge doubt. Exactly. Any big set of news, whether it be, you know, the Ukraine war going further and stuff like that, any big set of news could certainly, um, you know, send us quite a bit lower in all the markets. So this is a time for us to be conservative. But if I see any great opportunities, I'll be certainly buying. This is why I say I'm happy to issue loans against 50% collateral, especially now, all the more so, might even go to 60% because of the prices now coming down to ETH. So that's fantastic on, on my front, I think. And as well as I think, you know, some of these Yuga assets have been absolutely punished unfairly just because of the cascade effect. And the same goes for Azuki. So I'll be looking at Mutant, Suzuki, Sewer Pass. Um, yeah. And, and dogs. I mean, if dogs go under seven, I'm definitely buying them. They, because they've heavily consolidated. A lot of the people that bought them have been holding for a while. Um, the real winner today is Valhalla. We're not quite there on the reports, but yeah, they've been, oh, well, no, today they're quite down, but they've been quite a winner this week, them and KPR. Um, yeah, yeah, no, that's pretty much everything. Um, no big surprise, but my God, was it kind of an education to just like watch it happen like dominoes. I, you know, that's just like, wow, you know, you know, quite something. Cool. Okay. So um, I'm, I'm going to leave the recording on now for a minute to, in case people have some questions. Does anyone want to ask anything? And if not, I'm going to kind of end the formal, the formal AMA and we can keep talking. Anyone want to comment or add anything? Pearl, do you want to add anything? Pearl, just want to, let's weigh, just weigh in for people on reports. Um, we're up to date, mm -hmm. thankfully, pretty much on all of our core reports, in, including the blue chips. Now we're working on a membership report, right? Like, so the token-gated communities, because we want to be able to price them in the future. I think we will see some more, you know, Bella brought this point to us of 
um, you know, some of the kind of new token gated communities are coming out and some of them are still doing very well. So we wanted to have a report done of how we can look at them. That's an important report, I think, for us. We're also doing a report on the arts, right, Pearl? That's our next one. We're going to look at the top 20 yes. and, and give some honorable mentions. Um, are you, uh, you anticipated the um, KPR and Balala before the art report? Yeah. Oh, yes, exactly. Let's let's give them actually, we'll show you the order that we're doing them right now. If anyone wants to help us, uh, where is our research? Here we go. This is the current, this is the current kind of goal. Are you guys going back through the, the research ones and updating them, you said? Or? Yes, yes, we're going to, yes, exactly. Okay. They're going to be updated. So mostly the main thing that gets updated is news and how it affects things. Um, but yeah, this is how we're doing it. We're also going to start adding a small section about other side to the board API Club one because, so let's just go in order over here. So we've got the token gated one we're finishing now, uh, just because there seems to be a few more of these kind of token gated communities coming out and they tend to pump early on and then kind of stabilize. So it is something that we need to know how to look at them in order to, you know, play some of them potentially. Valhalla and KPR is the next one that we want to get in. We might have missed that for now, but I think it's still worth getting that report done. Uh, then we're going to be looking at the top 20 art projects as well as giving a few special mentions. Um, you know, um, yeah, because there's more and more volume there. They have been, art has been one of the major winners of this whole blur situation because suddenly they're getting a lot more volume. Um, then we're going to be doing updating news and things every month on the reports as well as starting our threads. That's very important. And then we want to do a Yuga derivative report as well because Mutant Hounds, Jenkins of LA, Applied Primates and Vora. Applied Primates and Vora haven't yet minted and yet they're getting a tremendous amount of attention. And so we don't, you know, we want to have the wherewithal to spot, you know, the good derivatives because Vora really could pump its achievement and applied primates similarly as well. So, you know, if we if we jump in on kind of that whole mutant hound story again for next time, firstly, we'll obviously put here as a cat call, but it would be a pity for us not to, especially since we're in those ecosystems, right? Like we know a lot of, I know the founders of Vora and stuff. I'm talking to all the whales. I know all the alpha callers who are calling it already. So again, the council will have to decide if it fits our risk tolerance, but certainly we want to have the equipment uh, and the vocabulary to be able to compare these things because most derivatives are junk and yet there are some strong yoga derivatives and uh, frankly I would bet Pearl that probably four months from now we'll be having the same conversation for Azuki. There are a number of, of kind of Azuki derivatives that are starting to climb to the top and even alpha communities and things like that. Uh, then we want to have a look at only one force. Again the, the order of these things might change. Uh, D-Gods and Utes has not been a a very time-sensitive thing, but we want to get there too. Uh, killer bears, dippies, um, a kid called beast, really not, but we're leaving it for now. We, you know, we might get to it. We'll see what's going on. They've been pretty impressive. Quirkies is another one that keeps showing up. And then we're waiting to do a report on ordinals. It's not quite time yet. Uh, and then Reddit NFTs. Ultimately, we've already approved potentially trading the Genesis ones. But as things develop, Reddit NFTs certainly deserve their kind of their own report. 
Um, and this is, of course, in addition to all the reports we already have. So if you want to help any, if you want to help at all with these reports, or maybe you want to be one of our eyes and ears, like Bella's and eyes and ears and stuff like that, and help us with news and Ulfa and things, you know, please reach out to Pearl because we're we're starting to get into kind of a a groove in a system now, right, Pearl? Yeah. Now we. <clears throat> We have enough substance to call that uh, research section. <laughs> yeah. And as Barbara has pointed out, you know, it's really important for our Twitter consistency. Um, you know, I look, we're still not trying to make a noise yet. I don't think it makes, especially now, I think we've been, I think we've dodged a fucking huge bullet with uh, the legis like the legal stuff that's coming out now. So I think staying under the radar for a few more months until I get clarity from Guernsey is the right way to go. But getting our consistency up to par with threads and spaces and all of that on our Twitter is really important from a discipline for us, right? Like a routine. And then when we want to start making that noise, we can. But I am getting an enormous amount of whales and dows and things reaching out to me and asking me, uh, what are we doing DAO-wise? What's our legal thing? How do we navigate this and stuff like that? So I think we're going to be very well placed uh, if we can pull that off you know, in a good way and quite quickly. I mean, I, you know, I was just speaking to a friend, I won't say who it is, but he's like, yeah, I'm in, I'm in Dubai right now setting up my HQ for my web, you know, Web3 agency. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. I said, well, have you moved to Dubai? And he's like, um, no, but I probably will soon. And I'm like, um, uh, okay, um, but then your, your HQ is going to be deemed to be in America right now. If you're all still in America, it's like, oh, I, I don't, I didn't know that. So, you know, there's a lot of ignorance still and we need to get it right. And then we need to give people kind of the model that they can repeat. So yeah, let's keep under the radar, but let's get our systems in order. You know, let's build that track record and let's get kind of this consistency with reports and with tweets and things like that. Uh, and yeah, we will, you know, we haven't forgot about our MVP program. We just are trying to be conservative, but it is on our trajectory to start from next month. You know, we do want to get some rewards. We just, you know, shout out to Escobar as well, who's always been, you know, in my ear over there about, you know, where is, you know, what is the budget? Is this sustainable? Are we earning anything? You know, we, we're trying to be conservative so that if we start a program, we don't have to scrap it. Um, and, you know, we've been, we've been very lucky, I think, with, since September with our trading and stuff. But at the same time, you know, this is, this is a wild market. And so we're trying to be very conservative. So that's everything from me. I'm going to end the AMA over there. Uh, Pearl Parker, do you want to add anything before I do? Oh, that's all for me. Nope, all good. Awesome.